Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Lucy Hickmott. It's Tuesday the 14th of May. Coming up, hundreds gather for Suicide Prevention Conference in Maidstone. We want to get a, a momentum going so that we reach people during difficult times with the best advice and help that we can give them. Campaign to recruit 150 new foster carers. When you see that you've changed children's lives and their destinies forever, it's really rewarding. And planting begins on England's biggest vineyard right here in Kent. It's been called the Garden of England for many years and it's no surprise that what we're doing now, we're finding great results. Kent Online News. As we continue to mark Mental Health Awareness Week, a big conference on suicide prevention has been taking place in Maidstone. Hundreds of people from councils, emergency services, healthcare centres and charities across Kent met to hear from people who'd previously tried to take their own lives and discuss how to support those in crisis. Loretta Cavana helped organise it. In bringing all those folk together, we are going to look back at a programme of work that we carried out last year. It's quite wide ranging in relation to efforts to reduce deaths by suicide. And we want to bring out the learning from that work. Um, We will be focusing on groups who are more at risk of dying by suicide in our population. So looking at people who our mental health service users are patients, men, especially middle-aged men, and people with uh, a history of self-harm, so that we all together understand what the issues are for those groups more at risk of suicide, and so we can act better together to keep people safe. Also, Ishmael, we're going to um, showcase a number of innovation projects that were a part of our suicide prevention programme last year. We had 29 projects that reached about 1,300 people over a six-month period. And the point of the innovation projects was to try different ways of enriching our understanding of what's going on for people when they're feeling suicidal and especially what helps or might help to keep people safe during those difficult times or points of crisis. And they're really varied, the innovation projects. They range from hip-hop to... Horses for Health, from drama to dead advice, from films to ecology and outdoors uh, projects, with a whole range of organisations from survivors of bereavement by suicide to dads unlimited to living words and so on. So quite a wide breadth. We will also, during uh, the conference, continue to promote our Release the Pressure campaign that's especially aimed at middle-aged men but is available to anybody who might be feeling the pressure and would benefit from talking with somebody about that either over the phone or through using web chat. It's a free phone service available 24-7 every day of the year. And additionally, we'll be promoting some new online suicide prevention training that's available for members of the public in Kent and Medway. Um, This will follow training that we delivered face-to-face last year and that we'll repeat during later in 2019. And that's available through Kent Safeguarding Children's Board. From the research that's been carried out from these various projects that have been taking place, what can you tell me about the rate of suicide in, in Kent? Our rate of deaths by suicide has been higher than areas like ours in the south east of England and the England average. So we were selected by NHS England, one of eight areas in the country selected last year to receive extra funding to boost our work to reduce deaths by suicide. So we had 141 
deaths by suicide in the most recent year for which we have uh, complete and validated data. And nationally, there's a target to reduce deaths by suicide by at least 10%. Naturally, we want to exceed that here. We want to get a, a momentum going, really, so that we reach people during difficult times with the best advice and help that we can give them to keep them safe. I think um, for somebody who is feeling suicidal, although it might be the last thing you want to do or feel able to do, please talk with somebody about it. And if you don't feel able to have that conversation, you know, in, in a family or situation or with your friends or others, you know, then please call, release the pressure and have the conversation. And or if you're known to your GP, let them know too how you're feeling. And I would say if there's somebody who's listening who might be worried about somebody known to them, they, perhaps they're thinking that the person might have ideas about taking their own lives, then don't hesitate to open up the conversation. Don't shy away from it, because often people want to talk, but they're not sure how to start the conversation. So ask the question. Kent Online reports. It's thought about 20 reports of a man inappropriately touching women in parts of Medway could be linked. The offences happened in the area near Raynham train station and in the Barnsall Road and Canterbury Street area of Gillingham since September. Police have issued a computer-generated image of a suspect. You can see it at Kent Online. A man's been arrested following reports a stranger spat on a two-year-old girl in her pram in in Hearn Bay. The little girl's dad says he was walking in the William Street area two weeks ago when a man came out of nowhere and bent down towards his daughter. Police have questioned a 43-year-old who's since been released while officers carry on investigating. There's been an increase in the number of people in Kent who are out of work. Figures show 28,135 were claiming jobless benefits in April, 675 more than the month before. National the number of people in work increased by 99,000 in the three months to March to reach 32.7 million. Plans to turn a former pub in Hearn Bay into a co-op have been scrapped. Developers wanted to demolish the old plough in on Margate Road and replace it with five flats and the convenience store. But the proposals have been rejected by Canterbury City Council and the people behind the idea are now going to try and just convert the building into flats. Kent Online News. We're being urged to consider providing a safe home for vulnerable children in Kent. The County Council is supporting the Foster Care Fortnight campaign and is looking to recruit 150 new carers to look after youngsters who might not have had the best start in life. Nationally, there are 43,000 foster families, leaving a shortfall of just over 9,000. Andy's been chatting to Nick Barnsby and his daughter Scarlett as they celebrate the 20th anniversary of their foster fostering company in Maidstone, Futures for Children. I set up the company with Harry, who was a, himself a looked after child. He'd been raised in Bernardo's. We'd both been social workers and we'd both been foster carers. And it really was a bit of an experiment to see whether we could create resources for children and young people. And what's it been like over those years? You must have seen some really, really challenging stories. 
It's been terrifically hard work, but very, very rewarding. It's not one of those things that gives an instant reward. But when you see that you've changed children's lives and their destinies forever, it's really, really rewarding. And I'm really proud of some of our children and young people and some of the foster carers that have helped shape their lives. And Scarlett, it's, uh, it's fostering fortnight, isn't yeah. it? What if someone's at home watching, thinking about getting to fostering, what would you say to them? I'd say go for it, definitely. Um, it's a very rewarding, worthwhile thing to do and anybody can do it. You've just got to have something to give and a desire to look after and care for children, really. There's no specific thing that makes a good foster carer. Each of our children are unique, so each fostering family needs to be unique too. And, and is it difficult to find families? It's difficult. There are more children in need of families than there are families available for fostering. So we're always wanting to look out for more people who want to you know, find out about and, and maybe take a, an opportunity to help other children. And in terms of families that, that do get involved, do you find that they, they, they get into fostering for a long time or is it a short-term short thing? Well, we got involved as a family, and of course one of the worries for families was how is it going to affect your children, and Scarlett was in a family that fostered as a young person herself, and, and we find that people stay for 10, 15 years, some of our foster carers have been fostering for 25 or 30 years um, with us and fostering before that, and so people do stay for a long time, usually seeing young people move up and achieve independence and sometimes those young people become part of the family and bring back grandchildren for the foster carers to help them with it as well. Kent Online reports. One of the country's biggest winemakers have started planting England's biggest vineyard near Maidstone. Chapel Down, which is based in Tenterden, bought a 388-acre site at Borley Farm in Boxley last September. It borders two of their existing vineyards and will eventually be capable of producing one million bottles of sparkling wine a year. Richard Lewis is from the company. We've embarked a pretty big planting project, um, 150 acres this year. Uh, this land we acquired at the tail end of last year uh, and we've been busy planting over the last two weeks, Chardonnay grapes, and they should be going into sparkling wine production in a few years time once these vines are productive. If you include this year as the planting year, um, we would reckon on about the third year before we get a very small crop as the vines mature and thereafter the, 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 the yields will increase. So years four and five, um, we should be into full production. We can't sell our wine as English sparkling wine by importing grapes, it's as simple as that. Um, but truth be known, we can produce uh, grapes in this country which are, which are making our sparkling wine and still wines which are being shown to rival those from abroad, so it makes perfect sense to grow our own. I think it's been called the Garden of England for many years and it's no surprise that what we're doing now we're finding great results. Um, I think particularly in this area we're finding these chalk soils on the southern on the slopes of the North Downs uh, are particularly well suited. They're free draining, they're very warm, they warm up very quickly in the springtime um, and there's a wide expanse on a lovely gentle slope so uh, it's all sort of lending itself a perfect grape growing. The area's MP Helen Waitley's been at a ceremony to mark the start of planting. Well it's really great to have Chapel Down planting such a huge area of vines here in my constituency just in the Boxley area north of Maidstone. Um, it's all part of the expansion of the English wine industry so 
that's really good news that rather than people buying wine that's grown overseas they can more and more buy really good quality wine made here in England and right here in Kent. Um, already the sales of for instance Chapel Down sparkling wine is doing really well um, and yet why would you buy a bottle of champagne or prosecco when you can get really good English sparkling wine so I'm excited to see this happening right here. Also as well as the wine and and that being a good thing for the economy it's also good for our tourist economy so more people are coming here and as well as say visiting Leeds Castle looking at some of the sites they can also go on tours of the vineyards and that's another thing that we can offer and it's good for the economy. Chapel Down have recently started making beer and just last week opened the Curious Brewery in Ashford as they continue to find success in the alcohol industry. Mark Harvey is their managing director of wine. I think as we diversify into different categories it's really important that we have a point of difference in what are really crowded categories so in the beer beer um, world as you mentioned we have curious brew and each of the beers that we make has got a winemaker's twist on it uh, curious brew is re- repitched with champagne yeast so a really clear link back into chapel down as winemakers and then on the spirit side similarly very very crowded category the, the, the boom of gin and the number of entrants into the world of gin is, is well known and uh, we use the um, the grape skins at source so we take byproducts from the previous year's harvest uh, so grape skins that we ferment into a grappa the grappa is then blended with English grain spirit uh, and that, that produces both the gin and the vodka that we have in the range. So those, link back into, those links sorry, back into us as, as winemakers are, are really important because it gives you a, a point of difference in, in pretty competitive categories. I think broadly the context for English wine is, is pretty positive. So everything that is homegrown is in vogue, so people uh, are, are, are more and more interested in products that we make locally. Uh, the, the, um, since the referendum, the broad weakening of sterling means that champagne prices are more expensive, so English sparkling wine looks more affordable as a, as a result. And finally today, it looks like Benny the Beluga has left the River Thames. The whale was first spotted near Gravesend last September, but the last sighting was in December. Experts have put special machines in the water to see if they can detect him, but it seems he's followed the fish which migrate out of the estuary early in the year. That's it for now, but don't forget you can go to kentonline.co.uk for more news throughout the day. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.